All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're watching Leafs Morning Tape. With host Nick Alberta and former NHLer Jay Rosehill. The show starts now. Tell you what, Rosie, I have a bone to pick with the Ottawa Senators today. How are you, buddy? With the Send Dogs, what do you got going on with them? New coach bump. It seemed like an easy bet up 3 nothing, and they puked all over themselves. Like, there is an accurate, accurate feeling and depiction and video of how I'm feeling today. So we, we, let's roll that video first and foremost. This was at the Devils game last night. Your boy got into it, I guess, you know, lost in the sauce. But that's how I feel about the Ottawa Senators today after losing that bet last night. What else are you supposed to do up in the nosebleeds but gas a bunch of, (laughs) you know, you know what? This has happened to every single one of us. If you've, you know, partaken the odd, the odd liquor drank and some, some dome beers or wherever you are. And you can tell that's coming right out of the belly. I feel bad for the kid that it happened in such a public space where there's nowhere to go up in the nose or bleeds. But yeah, he definitely, my brother had to teach me when I was young. He's like, once you get a little buzz on, then you just, then you just take her easy. You know, I didn't know that. I just thought you went full gas the whole time. And I did a little uh, projectile vomiting around uh, grandma's cabin one day too. So feel for this kid, feel for this kid. Is that right? Yeah, Grandma's cabin, one. and you just went full send. Oh, it, it, it was actually my 18th birthday, and people are giving me fireball shots. Do you guys do that out east, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or no, not fireball, prairie fire. Okay, so yes, I think too. it's whiskey with a bunch of Tabasco in it or something, just as yeah. bad as you can get. So, I'm doing those. 
we're at a we're at a pub restaurant and then we go out lord knows and i just wake up face down and there's a mound of puke with french fries with teeth marks in them all over the place and uh, i had to go retrieve my fake teeth from the flower bed at the pub the next day it was a ugly scene man and uh, how did grandma learn. feel about that how did grandma feel Oh, it's, I mean, it was originally grandma's, but we kind of took it over. So she ain't oh. got to know about it. Oh, grandma doesn't know unless she listens to this podcast. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she did. She has, she has trouble working technical devices these days. Okay, there you go. Well, we're going to have to get her on the pod at the Leafs Nation 401, presented <laughs> by Botano. The Wednesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Again, that's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga. And a couple things on that. The Flyers beat the Devils in OT. And that guy looked like he was seven years old and the drinking age is 21. So I don't know what's going on there. If he's got some concealed alcohol coming into the building, but that's the first thing I thought about his age and number two, how much did he have to drink? Cause clearly he got lost in the sauce in that game. Yeah. Ugly look. Like I said, I feel bad. He had to do that in public. I think many people have been there, but you can tell that's a puke that's coming right from the bottom of the barrel, baby. Ooh, <laughs> feels good to get out of you though, but you're in one. That's for sure. Poor kid. Oh yeah. I he think was he in was, one. Maybe it was 21. It was his 21st birthday is what I'd say. Here's some tickets up to yeah. the top deck. Enjoy yourself. Have some beers. It's legal. There's nothing to worry about. Overserved himself. That's probably accurate. Probably came back from school, back with the family for the next little while, full send Bingo. with the boys, watch the Devils play. That's exactly what happened. I think you paint a perfect picture. Speaking of a uh, picture, what do you think of that gift the Leafs gave to John Tavares for his 1,000th point? So they honor him on Tuesday. They gave him a painting. I know. I was wondering where you hang that big goddamn <laughs> monster. Beautiful painting and stuff like that, but like, you think he's just going to fire that up over the mantle? I don't know what you really do with that. Um, I don't know. What else are you supposed to do, though? But the yeah. big thing to me is, you know, the Leafs are a class, class organization. The silver stick is just the epitome of of a, a wicked career. You get one when you get a 1,000 games, and now he's got one for his 1,000th point as well. And then, obviously, the Leafs got to go a notch above and get the kids a silver twiggy little mini stick, too, which is wicked wicked something to do i just yeah it's typical leafs to be top class like that they don't spare anything why would they they're worth several billion dollars and sometimes they think of ways to spend money but a nice sight with the family mrs tavares got her hair all feathered out real nice she looks classy as could be what a great hockey mama and a little honor for for johnny boy there it's good to see I was going to say, like, it has been really cool to see over the last, like, week and a half, two weeks, like, the Tavares family. You you see none of them. And we were actually talking off-air about how John Tavares is so meaningful to this organization and how he's so stoic. And I think that's perfect for the captaincy in this market. Doesn't get too high. Doesn't get too low. But it's it's been fun to, like, peel back the curtain and see his upbringing, see his parents, his family, his kids. Like, I think it's really cool. You don't really see that side of John Tavares. Yeah, he just he's turning into one of those just All right, we're going to have to reconnect with Rosie. I think we lost him here, but I think what yeah. he was going on to say is that he's been uh, leadership personified. Like to me it reminds me a lot of of Sidney Crosby where it's like you know nothing about the private life life of Sidney Crosby. It's very similar to John Tavares, eh? Yeah, Sid definitely keeps it pretty quiet, man, and I I played with a buddy I played with a guy who was his best buddy in Ramuski and they still stayed in touch. And he said that, you know, just the people around him said, Hey, keep your personal life to yourself. Don't overshare. And I mean, if he's out at the bar, he's sneaking around and trying not to be seen. If he, when he was younger, if he's meeting a girl or 
you know, he keeps that on the, on the lowdown and just, I just, he just got the advice from the people who came before him. We said, keep that shit separate, be a professional at the rink. And, and he's done nothing but that. Like there's a guy who's just going to go through his whole career without any controversies, without any scandals, without any arrests or anything like that. He's just, he's had the right people around him since he's a young kid. And, and Johnny T while he's not quite at Sid's level is, is cut from the same cloth. Some folks in the chat have mentioned uh, it was a gold stick, multiple gold sticks given out to the oh, family, goldies. not a silver stick. Yeah, That's so a cool. bit of a different Even color, better. but still nonetheless really cool. I just wonder who you commissioned to, to to do that painting. Like, where do you even get that painting commissioned? The painting? I don't know, man. And I just, I I just thought it was like, interesting. Where you you know what? When, when Brad Living was unveiling the painting, the painting, I thought it was going to fall over. Like he, I, I didn't, I don't think he knew where to pull the cord and it, 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 it was, it scared me a bit. Jesus. Well, those twigs though, I'll tell you, I've seen them and uh, they're, they're, they're heavy. They're real. Like they're, they're no joke. And it's your actual stick with your actual pattern. And then really? all the way down the shaft, it's got your um, your stats and the teams you've played for in the years and everything like that. They are unbelievably cool keepsakes for the guys that can get up to a thousand. And then I guess the thousand points has got to be a gold twiggy too. So that's cool. But uh, fun fact, Jake Gardner, when we were playing with them in Toronto, he he was not short on confidence and all the vets called him Silver Twiggy because he acted like he already had a thousand games in the show. <laughs> and what has he played? A hundred? I don't know. That wasn't the jab. Not He's enough. Been injured the last couple of years. I think he has. Yeah, he kind of fell off the planet, but uh, nice yeah. kid. Had lots of talent. Um, but yeah, guys thought he acted like he had a thousand games already. I made me chuckle at that nickname. That's a pretty damn good nickname. Um, I should tell you about another fantastic keepsake. Um, bring on the team spirit. Unleash your inner MVP with the game-changing varsity collection from Nation Gear. Embrace the winning spirit by repping your favorite team with pride. Shop the varsity collection. And more at nationgear.ca as we get set for a jam-packed show. We're going to talk some Leafs Rangers getting set for Buffalo tomorrow night. And uh, Adam Copeland from AEW, formerly Edge of WWE, is going to drop by in about uh, 20 minutes or so. A big-time Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, it'll be cool. We've had him on before. He's a passionate fan, so we'll check out where his head's at as far as this Maple Leafs roster is concerned. Got a lot to say for sure. That's coming up in about 20 at the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe here on YouTube. Uh, one thing I would ask, uh, if you're subscribing via pod, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review. A five-star rating would be fantastic. Really push the envelope when it comes to the podcast world. Appreciate everybody here on YouTube at the Leafs Nation 401. Once again, as we uh, bring you the appetizer brought to you by DoorDash, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Enter code NATION25, that's code NATION25 in uppercase for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms apply. So the New York Rangers return serve after what happened last week. I thought it was a pretty pro game, man. Like hard hitting, good game, tight checking, physical. The Rangers are a really good team. And I left that game not as disappointed as other losses. I thought the Leafs had a good account of themselves and just a couple bounces didn't go their way last night. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, not you just can't, you're not going to pull your hair out after every loss. And it's different being on the, on the other side of it here and watching on TV and then judging and rating and critiquing and everything like that. It's, it's kind of easy to go down the old, we expect to win every single game, which just is, is not nest is not, uh, it's not possible. And that was one of the games where, and one of the few games too, where it's just like, you know what, 82 game slate, 
doesn't matter who you are. You're going to have those games. You're going to play against a good opponent. They had every reason to bring everything and, and chuck it at them all night long. They did play pretty well, but easily could have matched that. But sometimes, man, you're out. Like, I remember being on the bench and it's just like every bounce doesn't go your way. Every call doesn't go your way. You can't get a power play. You can't get momentum. And it's not one of those screaming and yelling, like, let's get our shit together. Like you're doing things right. You're playing the system. You're getting the ozone time. You're, you got your puck uh, possession times up and just not going your way. And every time they shoot one, it makes a little bounce and the goalie's going, where the hell's the puck tonight? And it's bouncing off guys' skates, even though they're in the right position. And, it is kind of what it is. I think three goals were just these little bouncers that easily could have gone the other way. And at the end of the day, I think even Keith said, you know, you know, you got to chalk it up to that once in a while. Uh, no power plays, no puck luck. You, you kind of got to shrug your shoulders and say, hey, we brought what we could. It wasn't our night. Move on and focus on the next game is kind of all you can do with that one and just park it. Rosie, why are the Leafs always so, you know, one of those teams that are the least penalized teams in the league? Like, I don't know how the Toronto Maple Leafs, when you boast superstar talents, and again, I'm not going to be that guy who bangs the drums for power plays, but I don't know how you go an entire hockey game and don't get one single power play. When Austin Matthews scores two goals, the puck's always on his stick. You think he would draw one call, but it's always the case with this team. It makes no sense, and it's been a thing for seasons now. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, they're not... They're kind of a, a puck possession team who plays, you know, they're not the hardest fighting, battling team in the world. They're not driving the net ferociously and causing chaos left, right, and center, which, which would lead the team to be hooking and holding them and hauling them down and getting in their face and causing scrums and trips and all that kind of stuff. They just don't really command that. I, I don't know if I follow the old you know, the, the Leafs get screwed by the refs in the league. You know, lots of people think that the Leafs get the benefit of the doubt more often than not that, that don't, you know, cheer for the Leafs and don't like the Leafs fans. So I, I don't follow that, but I, I just think that when it, I just, I can't bring myself to say they're getting screwed. Like there's no reason to think of it. You're going to have your games. If you want to go follow the Columbus blue jackets all year long, you're, you'll be able to pick and choose and cherry pick situations where they didn't get the benefit of the doubt. They had no calls tonight. They had no power plays. Oh, they got shitty calls against them and soft weak ones. But I, I think it's just the way it is with human refs and, and just the way it goes sometimes. But it is rare that in the NHL, you don't get a single power play in a night. But personally, I like it when the refs put the whistle away and let the guys play. Um, unfortunately, just, I don't think we have the team to make the, you know, the big blood boiling intense games that, that can happen when the guys put the whistle away and, and don't knock momentum down all the time. So it just is what it is. I don't like to read too far into it. Well, I mean, apparently the Rangers are good enough to draw two penalties because they went two for two in the power play. And sometimes it's a difference in a hockey game. Again, I'm not going to sit here and hoot and holler about that. It's just, it's becoming a theme with this team. And for some reason they can't draw power plays. They can't draw five on threes too. Like that's the big story from the last couple of years. They never get five on threes. No way. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. What's your theory? They're getting fucked. No, it's just, it's somebody's got to do some digging. Like it's, it's weird. It, it doesn't make sense to me for a team with that much talent and that you're not getting calls. What's the power play to PK ratio? I'd like to know. I should have looked that up. But uh, if it's super, super lopsided, you you got to start wondering. So all I'm doing is wondering on this podcast. Uh, speaking of wondering, what did you make of the body of work of Martin Jones? So four goals on 35. Um, 
you know, it was fluky. It, it was fluky at the best of them. And I think he came out after the game and said the third one he wants back. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's no doubt about that. Braden Schneider, out of all players on the ice, goes right through a bad pinch or whatever by Jake McCabe. Then sort of a half-ass type back check thing by John Tavares. And then he puts it away where I think he sort of fanned on it. But all in all, I thought Martin Jones was a great story in the first period. It was a bit of a slow start for both sides, specifically the Leafs. But I, I think it was a good account of him. Yeah, the the score didn't reflect his his play. I don't think um, we talked about the fluky bounces and stuff. That's that's tough. And when that's going for you in a game on a team, uh, of course, it's going to be the unstop that you actually needed that sneaks by, and that's the difference maker. And you, fuck, I'm something's going on with my stuff today, but the. Uh, Okay. You needed the one stop, right? You could have overcome the the bounces and the tricky stuff, but you needed the one stop. Didn't get it. And again, one of those nights, just nothing really went well for, for anyone, including Martin Jones. Yeah, and I think, again, the conversation will start for Thursday's game. So they play the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo on Thursday, uh, in Columbus on Saturday. And it's it's always the same combo in this market. Who starts the next game and who starts the next game? Who would you go with on Thursday? Is it Jones again or is it Ilya Samsonov in that pressure cooker? Because... I think there's a lot of variables, a lot of moving parts with Buffalo, but they got stomped by Columbus. And you wonder if a new head coach could be coming in there, a change could be made. More times than not, you see a bounce back from NHL teams after they're throttled. And I just wonder if you want to put Ilya Samsonov in that type of position on the road in a building Toronto has struggled with uh, historically in the past. I don't know. Like, wh- wh- what are you gonna? Where are you gonna put him in? You're gonna put him uh, against Boston Columbus? or Tampa, Columbus? Okay, w- save him for Columbus. I don't care. Columbus or Buffalo? I don't really care. You got to yeah. go out there and you got to make uh, you got to make plays. You got to. They got to make plays, and he's got to make saves. And I don't know, man. Does I, I, it's a coin flip to me. It doesn't matter. Put you. Sammy's got to play one of the games. Um, split hairs all you want. It's it's a game in Buffalo or a game in in Columbus. To me, he's got to go out there and make the save. So, um, coin flip to me. I kind of think, I kind of think they'll go to Sammy. I don't think they want to send a message of you're on the shelf, buddy. We got our number one now. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to say no. We're still switch hitting. Keep your confidence. Let's get one here in Buffalo. And I think they'd go yeah. towards him. But uh, again, coin flip. I could be wrong. I don't think it matters. No, I agree. I think you got to be simplistic. You win, you play, you don't, you, the next guy's up. I, I think you have to restore faith that, you know, it's some semblance of faith at the very least in Ilya Samsonov. So I'd put him in on, uh, in there on Thursday. Produ- producer Aaron doing a great job, by the way. The Leafs have the seventh lowest PP per game in the NHL. So there's your answer on that front. I uh, could only wonder if they actually got opportunities like other teams, how this team would look, where they would fare. I was reading last night, they're in the top five now in goals scored in the league oh, like right away. And it, it helps when you, you know, you put up six, what was it against or five against Columbus last week and seven spot on Pittsburgh. But it's, it's pretty crazy how good this team is at scoring goals. Yeah. Matthews last night was just like, oh, it's like, how do you get, it's just easy for him, man, where guys usually have to like get in the spot, corral the puck look at what's open, you know, check out where you're shooting and then get the, get the shot off clean and execute the accuracy. He just does it in, in just one swift motion. Like his eyes are fucking closed, man. It's disgusting like that. His second goal short side there. I mean, you leave him open for two seconds and it's just off the fucking, 
that cross member, that U bar, that connection there on the elbow of the of the net that he just picks. You give him a spot the size of a puck, and he just wires it there like it's a joke to him. It's it's scary. And the first one too, it's like you have nothing but traffic, nothing but sticks all over you. But if you just let him release that quick shot, it's going in the only opening that's available to him, and he labels it. It's 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 getting scary, man. How good he is at scoring goals at will he's he's truly one of the the greatest goal scorers in the nhl at this moment in time and you know time will tell what what he will be all time but like the pace that he gets on he's already put up 60 plus god it's just last night to me it was just like like yeah he scores lots of goals and he gets lots of chances but last night it was just like a game where nothing's going right for anybody and he still just pulls that off like it's a joke like his eyes are closed i just it's the first time this year that i really just shook my head and said this guy's disgusting he he does stuff that you shouldn't do against professionals in the best league in the world. Like uh, the way he elevates the puck, how quickly he does it, like just flips it. It's it's insane. The shot, 68th career two goal game, his eighth straight 25 goal season, dude, it's December 20th and he's on pace for 70 plus. But I sort of put like a half ass half joking tweet, I should say, about him catching Ovechkin and Gretzky. I think people need to pump the brakes because uh, right away after that, uh, the algorithm, it is what it is, with people tweeting how there's no doubt Matthews is catching Gretzky and he's catching Ovechkin. I think you have to put some more stock and credit into how amazing the career has been of Alex Ovechkin and Wayne Gretzky specifically and others, where it's like the longevity. Can Matthews score 50 a year for the next like nine years? Like... <laughs> considering health and all that, like you, you have to give some props sometimes and to suggest he's going to do it. I still think is far fetched. Uh, I, I believe in it clearly last week. I mean, I brought it up. I think this guy could be already a top three goal scorer of all time, the way he scores, but to do it for that many years, I think what makes it so impressive for the likes of Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. And that's the thing. Longevity. You can say he's a phenomenal goal scorer. He can put up 50, 60 on pace for 70, like no question. Yeah. But, it's not a question of is he a phenomenal, um, explosive goal scorer right now? Absolutely, he is. And is he as good as those guys have ever been in a season? Yeah, absolutely, he is. But to do that for the length of a career, nobody knows. I mean, look at Nolan Patrick right now, a guy that just retired after a couple of seasons who was, you know, an endless talent, um, and a second overall pick, and you just don't know what's going to happen in a career, right? Uh, injuries, little slumps here and there. You get into situations where the team's not doing anything around you. And yeah, it just, you can't predict the future. So I certainly wouldn't put money on it. But yeah. if anyone can do it, it looks like he's a guy that could try to make a run at it. But there's absolutely no reason to say, oh, yeah, he's doing it for sure. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? There's, there's a decade of, of insane hockey that has to be played before we even have that conversation. Well, well, that's the thing that makes Alex Ovechkin so great. I, I think his, his ability to stay in the lineup, the way he plays the game, like he's just built differently, man. You, you've played against him. You've seen him in a Vegas casino. He's built like a truck, man. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like Matthews has had some injury concerns in his career. That's the bigger story for me is like health. Like uh, there's no doubt Matthews has the talent to, to go on some type of streak like that and record like that year after year after year. But can you stay healthy enough to even flirt with that record? It's my question. Yeah, to to do something like that takes a lot more than talent. There's a thousand players that are 
talent coming out of their ears that have played this game who don't even come close to some of the records. You need a lot more going for you. And some of it is luck, right? You got to be lucky to be on the teams, to have the line mates and teammates, um, to have the consistency, to have the health issues not not rise up. I mean, Austin Matthews is having... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market had issues with his wrist before and i mean you start banging tendons around and ligaments aren't doing what they used to all of a sudden that release isn't there and you miss 20 games here and there to get some surgery and the surgery doesn't go right i mean what are you supposed to do about that right you you literally have to go have everything go perfectly for like how many years of just ripping goals one after another at a pace that's just fucking alarming for like a decade and a half. Like, I'm sorry, you don't just, you know, you, you can't just assume that's going to happen. If it does, it's phenomenal feat that's never been done before. And that's what we're talking about. So you can't just toss it up as, oh yeah, he's really good. He's going to do it. Like sad told down, man. It's, it's like almost an impossible feat, which the fact that Ovechkin has even been talked about it and you can see how fast it people take away from, Oh, holy shit. He's not going to do it because mm-hmm. you have a little bit of a slow start to a season, which he's having all of a sudden it's like, well, shit. Now you crunch the numbers that he's got a little bit behind the eight ball and oh man, that's almost like undoable and he's only getting older. Like it's very difficult. So we got to pump the brakes on assuming he's just going to break those records. Any issues with Eric Gustafson not getting the video tribute last night? I know that was one of your favorites last year. He got three apples in his return to Scotiabank. Not even a video, nothing, man. He got the Kyle Dubas treatment. I just think we should give a video tribute to anyone who gets more than one point against the Leafs when they come back. And you just got to acknowledge that and everyone needs to stand and he needs to wave and then throw some flowers and roses down to the bench and then have the ice crew come down and pick him up and everyone's just saluting and blowing kisses. I think that's how it needs to be done. I think they should just throw bras on the ice, period. I every game. Like I yeah, like I know you like lot. that. would be a personal favorite as well. But uh, I get the ISO I, cam going in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that would be your bread and butter. We'd probably have somebody on board, one of our sponsors on board for that. But uh, Eric Gustin makes his return. Three apples, didn't play very much for the Leaves. People trying to say, oh, they fucked up, didn't re-sign this guy, give me a break. He's a he's a glorified power play quarterback. He's John Klingberg 2.0. Maybe he's a bit better than John Klingberg, but whatever. 
He's a New York Ranger now. Good for him. I love how sometimes when players are on the Leafs, they're absolute fucking bums. And when they leave, they're gods of the game who is just unspeakable tragedy that they're no longer on the roster. It's just like, good Lord, man, just the market, some of the fans. I mean, some of the fans just and rightfully so they're very bitter. They've had their hearts broken for 50 years. But man, like just sometimes you just can't win with certain fans and I can't pay too much attention to that. I need rationale to go into your opinions on the leaf. It's just if it's yeah. just I hate them and everything they do, then it's just like, OK, well, we, we can't really we can't really hang out because there's no there's no use in that. I hate the negativity. Try to be positive. But yeah, when every guy that's on the roster is a bum and then goes on to a different team and becomes a god, I just I got to shake my head and roll my eyes. I was laughing yesterday. I don't know if it was drummed up by the uh, the passionate New York media, but Jimmy VC made another return and he was throwing daggers at the Leafs organization saying he should have went to Europe and gone to play there. It's like nobody even cared. There was no response in Toronto. Nobody even built the story, aired the story. They just moved on. It's like, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, you finally came home. You did squat. They didn't play you because you sucked, and and that's it. But I just thought it was really, really weird that Jimmy VC's made returns before, but yesterday, for some reason, he had things to say about the organization. It was just weird. That is weird, man. We yeah. are, uh, I was talking yeah. about my other pod, the Department of Discipline, uh, the Hockey Fights one yesterday that uh, you know we were talking about um, what's-his-name in St. Louis, Cairo. Uh, yeah. Like, these guys just throw comments out into the media. I think it's the generation of of the Twitter and the Instagram and the whatnot that they're just so used to just throwing their opinion out into the media and not really not thinking about it, not, not assuming any consequence. And some of the, like with Kyrie, he throws out daggers at Craig Berube, like, sorry, but that guy's a bigger, a bigger presence in St. Louis after what he did with their cup run. than than you are yet good player and everything, but you, you throw daggers at a guy on his way out expect no backlash at all just completely do it off the cuff in the media then go out there get booed a little bit get some i mean if your guy that's going to throw daggers out there and throw shade you think you'd have a little bit of a thick skin no yeah. he gets a little bit of a pushback then starts bawling in front of the fucking national media it's just like <laughs> geez guys like this is fucking real life there are consequences to what you say people will listen to them and and react accordingly so just another example of uh someone just throwing shit out into the media not really thinking about it too much i don't know vc vessi i could give a shit reminds me man did you see what uh, devon taves had to say last night you want to talk Uh, about accountability a guy who's won a stanley cup a guy who's there for the long haul in uh colorado i think we got some guys who think they're playing well and i think they're kidding themselves at this point that was like the key line in his post-game remarks, man. I've been waiting for somebody in this league to just step up on this Leafs team even and just say the truth. Like, we haven't been good enough. Start throwing daggers. Call your teammates out. I think you earn respect that way. And specifically, a guy like Devon Taves, he's been an upper echelon defenseman for years. He's likely going to be on Team Canada when they likely go to the Olympics in 2026. Like, he, he's got some clout and pedigree to his name. He can make comments like that. The Leafs have players like that. I had no problems with it. It's becoming a big story because players don't do it anymore, but I loved it, man. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's, uh, it's got a little uh, buffer room there playing with Kale McCarr. That doesn't hurt anybody, but... Still, uh, he's a stud, man. I know, quality player. And yeah, if I, it's funny because I did see that. And then you look at the interview and it's kind of like... when when After the game, the media scrums, you know, when you got like... Yeah. 15 cameras around you and all the big, the big names and the big networks in front of your face, you get the token answers. And then 
sometimes a kind of a just a, a rock kickers kicking around. You don't know what the hell he's who he yeah. works for, what he is, but he's hanging out after the fact and and kind of says, uh, you know, hey, can I get a couple comments? And just kind of sits beside you in the stall. And it, I, I think like that's kind of what it looks like there. It kind of looks like an after scrum effect. And he says what he really thinks. And this day and age, you can't really. You can't really do that. Whatever you say to anyone with a microphone or a camera, or a, it's probably an iPhone, you know, some guys have that rocking because it's as good as anything. And then and then you really open up to one of those because it doesn't seem like this big, intense spotlight media thing, but uh, it gets out. And, and whether he wanted that or not, I'm sure he did. He didn't care. He seemed to have the balls to say it and he meant it. And um, I like it when guys open up like that and aren't scared to be like, you know what, I'm pissed off and you ask me about it. Here's my answer. So. Yeah, and that's the leadership too, right? You got to be able to do that. And he's backing it up. And the guys that are backing it up, he needs to be like, hey, listen, you guys, to me, it, it says that after I lost, guys are chuckling around and happy with their game. And hey, as long as, as long as my shit's going well and I had an apple tonight, so I'm joking around in the shower afterwards. It's like, buddy, fucking wakey, wakey. We're supposed to be better. We need to be better. You need to be better. Like, let's go. And, uh, you know, that needs to be called out once in a while accountability uh what also needs to be called out is every wednesday we look at the atlantic division standings this segment is brought to you by charm diamond centers for more information go to charmdiamondcenters.com and uh slowly but surely over the last little while rosie the leafs have been making ground on the boston bruins i believe the bruins have been ot in four straight games they've won one of those they gain a point last night mark andre fleury in the wild go in there and pick up the victory of note, Detroit has really struggled with Patrick Kane. I believe they're 1-5-1 and one since Patrick Kane entered the lineup. Like, there's a lot of moving parts in the division. Ottawa's been stinky. Buffalo's been stinky. Uh, Tampa's <laughs> been up and down. There's opportunity there for the Maple Leafs. They deserve a lot of credit for the ground they've made the last little while. Yeah, they do. And they have made up ground. There's times there where they're slipping a little bit and mm -hmm. hardly hanging on to a wild card spot. And I mean, I don't think we truly thought that um, they were going to hang out there, but this is such a thick division, man. Everyone, you know, everyone thought that like Ottawa and Buffalo is going to really step up this year. Like, you know how hard it is? Look at that. You think that, you know, Tampa doesn't still have some of the big boys that they, that they have. Kucherov is like leading the league. They're very capable. They've got Vasilevsky. Florida is is what they've turned into. You know, they're they're kind of a powerhouse that plays a type of game that I don't think a lot of people want to face in the playoffs. Maple Leafs are who they are, and the Boston Bruins are just this freight train that is going to make up for a lost season last year. It's a scary division, and uh, absolutely the the Leafs deserve credit for climbing their way up in this division as much as any other division out there. And yeah, all of a sudden they're peeking over and, and checking out what the Boston Bruins are doing. And they're kind of within striking distance and whether they can catch them or not, you know, whatever, well, it's yet to be seen, but they're in a better position than they were a few weeks ago for sure, because they've riled off a lot of points here this month. And uh, it's good to see what you read on the Florida Panthers. Uh, what have they been doing lately? Like, I just, I know who they are and what they're capable of and what their identity is. And I really like it. I wish that, you know, the Leafs had a little bit more of that style of play in them. I think they're built for the playoffs and, you know, with the leadership of Tachuk and the way he plays, um, they've got some players out to Sam Bennett, like both, both guys that Calgary had and managed to lose, but like the way they play, like the way they they play with an edge and a snarl and stick up for each other and they go guns blazing. And I mean, that's what you need in the playoffs and they showed it last year. So, I mean, they're, they're dangerous. I think they're dangerous, especially in the playoffs. I don't really want to face them. I want someone else to go face them and get beat up by them and, and hopefully knock them off. But you know, you don't think it really matters who you play. I don't, I'm not going to put a lot of stock into it, but I just know that 
There's a lot of heavy hitters in this division, man. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think you look at Tampa specifically last night. Uh, they take care of the St. Louis Blues, a very convincing effort. Mikhail Sergachev goes down in that game, a 6-1 victory for Tampa. But there's always that thought of Vasilevsky lingering, right? And I think come playoff time, goaltending is going to be a big story for the Leafs. It's going to be a big story for other teams too, right? It always is, man. I mean, people wonder like, oh, what do the Leafs win? And it's like, fucking what? It, it, nothing's changed. It's all you always win Stanley Cups with goaltending and solid defense and depth. And if we haven't had that in the past, it's like no one rides to the Stanley Cup with a couple of, you know, smoking guns out there who are just firing it around and winning games on their own shoulders. Like there's there's really nobody that's that good. Connor McDavid isn't that good. It's not basketball. So yeah, the the goaltending and the stiff D is is what's scary in the playoffs. And it's what I think we need to shore up and and figure out and before we hit the playoffs, because it's proven time and time again that it's not good enough. So yeah, those teams that have that in spades are definitely scary teams going to the playoffs because it's 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 just it's not my opinion. It's a fact that that's what wins playoff series. Definitely. And I think we're getting set for that game uh, tomorrow against the Buffalo Sabres, um, Saturday against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And from the least perspective, just right into the holiday break, feeling good about life, right? Like that's the biggest question mark for me is how are they going to ride into the break? Is it going to be lackadaisical? Because we have seen a bit of structure lately. Like I, I think you look at that Rangers game specifically, I've been impressed with it. Um, I think it's one of those things that you can build off, even though you lost. I think there's a lot of positives to grab from that game. Yeah, I think so. And well, you mentioned what it's like going into the the holiday break. Like, think about like kind of everyone's talking about where we're going. Is someone flying this way or who's hosting and what are the Euros doing and whose place are they going to? And, you know, you want to do that. And it's like all of a sudden, once that last game ends, it's a weird feeling because it's like we have nothing to prepare for right now. We're able to go off and, and be free and be loose and, and lose our focus for a bit and relax. And that's kind of nice. And I promise you, it's way better doing that after you string off a couple wins, the team's going well, the coaches are happy and they're not fucking dragging their lip around and no, who's smiling and laughing. Who thinking you're like, Oh God, you get to leave and, and, and chill out and relax. And it's such a, such a nicer feeling. And then when you come back, the biggest thing there is, all right, did you have your relaxation? Did you have your fun? Are you, you know, you got that out of your system, time to go back to work. And, you know, you just got to find that when you come back. But it's just better for everybody for those days that you get off rather than, oh, God, I wish, you know, we could get that back tomorrow night and, and you know, have another crack at it when you're when you're kind of pissed off that things aren't going well. You like to fix them right away. So going into a break is a lot better, obviously, when you're when you're clicking than when you're struggling. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to connect, trying to do, do things at once. Once again, I don't think we're going to be able to connect here with uh, Adam Copeland, unfortunately, but uh, down the road, I'm sure we'll try to get him on uh, once again. It, it's a fun time of year, though, isn't it? Like the World Juniors saw the uh, Team Canada played some preliminary action yesterday. Easton Cowan got in the mix, Fraser Minton. And it looks to start at least like both these guys are going to have pretty strong roles with the team in the top six. Suck Cowan was on the top line. We'll see if that continues. Matthew Potra of the Boston Bruins was loaned to Team Canada. Uh, does it excite you, the World Juniors? Like every year, this has been a story in my life where I just get set for the World Junior and I watch religiously over the holiday break. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't put the time into it in the past, but I really want to this year. It's something that's a wicked tradition. 
unbelievable tournament means a lot to you know those players you know we get, we'll have Stewie on our holiday show here this afternoon and um you know he's played in it and we'll pick his brand on what that's like if you've played in that tournament you're forever on uh team canada world junior team and it's it's huge so i want to get more invested involved in it throw the tv on and uh and have the games in the background see how the guys are doing i like it when it gets down to the the rounds and the nitty-gritty and you know you're getting to the quarters and the semis and see who's doing what obviously cheering hard for canada it's uh it's a big letdown when they don't perform but you know those other countries have have shored up their programs the u.s has been a you know a big a big staple in that tournament of being you know if you look at them in junior and in the nhl if we had the olympics right now the the americans have some goddamn firepower and they're scary looking and you can never count out the swedes and and you know the checks can be good all that it's just a, it's a great tournament to see who's doing what and who the up-and-comers are and those guys take a lot of pride on whether they won that thing or not so wicked holiday tradition that like i said i want to be a little more involved in it this year yeah and the other countries as you mentioned have really really caught up the states and the Finns and the swedes and uh, i don't know much about some of the prospects happening and going on this year but uh, i think rest assured it's going to be a very fun tournament you can only wonder how it is for the kids too, like having the chance to play like in sweden on a national stage over christmas like it has to be an amazing feel and yeah we're, we're gonna definitely reminisce with stewie a bit he was on the 05 team Played for Team Canada twice at the World Junior. Just a feel of just representing an entire nation in a national stage. I mean, must be epic and incredible. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to Thursday in Buffalo. The Leafs in town town to take on the Sabres. And you're going to have a desperate team. But I I think the Leafs have to find a way to take care of business over the next couple here. Inferior opponents, man. We've had this conversation time and time again. But I will say... They have been able to get up for the Buffalo Sabres in recent seasons, so I don't feel the way I do about that game that I do against Saturday and, and the Columbus Blue Jackets, who pounded Buffalo last night. Ah, yeah, I mean, they got to figure that out. They're coming off a loss, one that you know wasn't necessarily on them or their you know shitty play or anything like that. So you got to understand, hey, things weren't bouncing our way. We got to make up for that. We got to make sure we're ready for this team. If we prepare properly and execute, we will win this game. It's a must that we do exactly that. And, uh, you know, prepare for these two teams coming up. You can't lose focus. You can't start thinking about the holidays and the stuff you're going to do. You got to rock and roll and take care of business so that you can enjoy that break. And Rosie, our friends over at Covered Bridge are in a giving mood this holiday season. As you know, over the next few days, they'll be giving away three prize packs and it's pretty easy to be eligible to win. All you got to do is follow Covered Bridge on Twitter, AKX at CB Chips and Instagram at CB underscore chips, plus like and tag two of your friends in their promotional posts about this giveaway for a chance to win an eight pack of storm chips and one branded plaid fleece. So that giveaway is coming up. I uh, should also mention as well, the Botano wrap up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19 plus please play responsibly coming up on Saturday, by the way, December 23rd, nine Eastern time. Botano is hosting a live online trivia show with the biggest prize pool yet. At $2,000, no deposit required. All you need to do is have a Botano account to be uh, to participate, be eligible, which is a lot of fun. So make sure to stay tuned for that with Botano on Saturday. Some of the bets we're looking at tonight, I like Alex Ovechkin to finally score a goal. We talked about him earlier on. Capitals at home to the New York Islanders. 13-game goal to show for Ovi. We just had that conversation. It's wow. pretty crazy how the narrative can change, eh? That's a long time for that guy to go without. We talked about his consistency and his ability to like score. I mean, to get to where he is numbers wise, you got to be scoring every other game or more. And I mean, 13 is a 
big long road to not even you know get a bounce or get that shot off so I imagine he's gripping it a little bit more than he ever has in his career. I don't know if he's had that big of a of a gap. If he has, it certainly hasn't been any time recently, and it hasn't been very often. So, yeah, monkey off his back. I mean, I wonder what the odds still are. Like, how much do they take into effect uh, the fact that you know he is Alex Ovechkin, and his numbers are normally going to be you know the least, uh, the most likely to be a guy that scores. But if he's on a three or thirteen game drought, I'd like to see the value in that. But I mean, that thing's not going to last forever. You got to think he's going to crack it here soon. No, he's a stud, man. I think he's going to find his way again. He's up against it, but he's dealt with a lot of adversity in his career and he's powered through it. So I still have faith in Alex Ovechkin. Anything else you want to add before we wrap today, Rosie? I don't think so. Looking forward to our holiday episode, which is coming at 1.30 Eastern. And we're going to have all four of us. What's that? It's not live. What? We're not doing a live. We're recording it, and it's going to be out. Uh, I don't know the date yet. We're going to put it out over the holiday break, so you have something to listen to when you're tired as fuck from all the food. Oh, I get it. Put something out there for the the folks uh-huh. that are looking for a little taste of some leaf stuff there during the yeah. holidays. Well, that changes things. All right. Well, I'm glad I got up to speed with everybody else. But uh, yeah, I'm still going to do it in an hour and a half. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, when we release it, we'll rock and roll. So enjoy that when uh, when we announce when we're going to release it. But yeah, I'm going to be filming it here shortly. And hopefully it goes well. I think it will. I think you're you're going to smash it out of the park. You always do. So we're looking forward to recording that. We're looking forward to uh, Thursday's show as well, the preview of the Buffalo Sabres game coming up. So lots coming your way here at the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe on YouTube. Many thanks to uh, Aaron and Vic behind the scenes, to Jay Rosell. I'm Nick Alberga, and we'll talk on Thursday. Take care. Thank you for watching Leafs Morning Take. Hit that subscribe button and never miss a show. And for more, visit theleafsnation.com. T-H-E-L-E-A-F-S-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. <laughs> if you don't know how to spell the Leafs Nation, you know what I mean? Um, but hey, sometimes you never know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 